There you go. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Sports Unfolded, episode 19. 19. Just moving it's right along so now. fast. It's going yeah, so fast. It's so fast. Unreal. Unreal. So we got a lot to cover as usual. Um, let's start off with our leadoff story, and that is uh, the Boston Celtics have hired Nets assistant coach Imi Aduka as their next head coach. How do you feel about the hire? Yeah. Um, I you mean, don't see I, I'm, I'm not thrilled. I'm not thrilled. Uh, I, I'm so, afraid of what the reasons why they're hiring him. So I'm I would say this. I, he, he coached uh, seven years in San Antonio. So he, Greg, Greg Popovich, one of the best coaches in the NBA. So his tutelage, let's look at, you know, he was with Philly and then he was just recently with the Nets. He's yep. coached Tatum and Brown in, with uh, Team USA in 2019. Both of them had a lot of respect for him. He's a great right. defensive coach. So I think that the keys were that, A, comfortable with the players, but, B, you also got to look at the fact that I think they wanted to go in a fresh, young direction versus getting a, a, a guy that's already coached before in the past and bringing him in. That's, that's the point I'm making. I think they needed an experienced coach. I mean, I'm not saying that this guy doesn't know how to coach a team, but but we mentioned this last week. What if it is Tatum and Brown's fault that these players are leaving? You know, what if it is their fault? We need a coach that can get that guy, those two players, bring them in and let them face reality of what the situation is. I, I don't, I but, don't but, think a, a rookie coach is going to do that. And I know he's coached, so but he's not a head He hasn't been a head coach. I think we, we, we can all agree as Boston Celtics fans, as sports unfolded that Brad Stevens lost the locker room. His voice just didn't carry like it used to at the beginning of the Tatum Brown era. This is good for them. This is a new voice a fresh face, somebody who's not in the organization, who hasn't been in the organization. Right. I, that I like. That so I like. I like that move. On top of, he's engaged to Nia Long, the actress. Who oh, well, I think is re- so really great. So we'll probably get to see her in Boston. That's so not that that's big. Exciting, <laughs> right? Yeah. So buying the, the, the coaching hire, what should the Boston Celtics be looking to do next? Well, you got to find that third guy. You have to. Well, actually, I think you got to find that first guy. <laughs> so that way Tatum and and Brown follow suit, whether that is Lillard, you know, or some other, you know, I particularly like Lillard. Um, yeah. You know, that would be that would be fantastic. Yeah. You know, so I don't I- know who's going to be available to them. But, you know, we're hoping that, you know, they can generate some interest. And maybe maybe this coach is the reason for that. Um, I think uh, I think a lot of the factors of hiring this particular coach um, does a lot of things. It it injects a sense of diversity which 
obviously has been lacking in the Celtics organization for a long time as far as, you know, coach on up. You know what I'm saying? No, and I, and think, I think he has he has rapport with the players. So they said when Aldridge, before he retired, um, really uh, really liked uh, Aduka and um, was actually um, the reason why he went to Brooklyn because of the relationship. And this guy's yeah. been around for a while now where there's probably some relationships in the NBA that he could – to get a player to come to Boston, which Brad Stevens didn't have. So that that would be key. I think I think they need they need somebody though as maybe an assistant to bring a little bit of that fire. Maybe Sam Cassell does get hired as an assistant. Maybe Kevin Garnett does get hired as an assistant here. And that might actually be a good thing and maybe long shot but I mean he has ties to San Antonio why not bring in you know, maybe a Robinson or a Duncan as an assistant coach. Stranger things have happened. And yeah, I wouldn't we, I mean, mind them well, being assistants either. Yeah, we'll have to see what his staff does. Um, we did a Facebook poll, 68 uh, votes. Uh, 57% said they, they would like Damian Lillard over Bradley Beal. So, um, yeah, I know there's a lot of room about Bradley Beal. But I, I, I could see Damian Lillard, I think, just, you know, he's a 30-plus guy. Yeah, and, and he's a smart player, and I think, I think he is the leader that they they really need to guide the younger players. And it goes yeah, beyond Tatum and Brown. Like you have Williams now that, that you know showed some signs of of being a a really solid player for this team, but he needs that guidance from from an experienced player. And yeah. I think Lillard is the guy. Not saying I wouldn't take Beal, <laughs> but I think my but, my fear with Beal is though that he's best friends with with Tatum, and I, is he really gonna question or, or or you know get into Tatum? I don't think he would. I don't think he would no, because because so, of their relationship. So it doesn't make sense to me. You get you get a guy that has a voice, but's been in the league for a while, and you know is 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 the guy, right? So uh, let's uh, talk some more NBA. So the Hawks. Uh, defeated the Milwaukee Bucks uh, to take game one. They're up currently one nothing. We did a Facebook poll as well on that. 76% of the fans say the Bucks are going to win the series. What kind of chance are you giving Atlanta? Um, Not much. Like, they won game one. But let's be honest. Like, Brooklyn won game one and two. Yes, and Rick, Milwaukee Markham. just rolled. <laughs> so, uh, look uh, – like, this has been a crazy year for sports already. I mean, the teams that are involved in the playoffs in both the, the NHL and NBA have surprised us both. So, but Milwaukee should should be able to bounce back and, and, Atlanta, and dominate Atlanta, at least the next couple. Atlanta has won all three game ones in the series. They've won the last two series. So that bodes well for them. Secondly, Trey Young... 48 points in game one. I don't know if you got to see it, the highlight, but he did a shimmy before he actually hit a three. Did an alley-oop off the glass to Collins. This is the playoffs. You're in the Eastern Conference Finals, and he's having fun. This is like an all-star game for him. 
I think the kid's on another level right now. He's playing different than anybody else in basketball. He just became a dominant player this year. Like, he has the confidence now, the ability to go with it, of course. And now he's on another level. And he is now in the conversation of the best player in the league. You know, he's so in that conversation now. Fans have to stop sleeping on Atlanta. I, I truly believe I, that they could win this series. Capella, 19 rebounds. Collins, 15 rebounds in that game one. So on the boards, they got the big guys. They got Middleton, 26% from Milwaukee shooting. Yeah. That's not going to win it for them. They need him yep. to be that second guy. Giannis, can only, Giannis almost got triple-double, and yet they, they still, you know what I mean, couldn't pull ahead. Yeah. I mean, one player can't do it. We saw that with Luca. You know, yeah, he got he got some wins for that team, but he couldn't pull it out. So yeah, one player enough wasn't enough. Around him. Yep. Right. Absolutely. What about the the West uh, Western Conference Finals there with the Suns and the Clippers? Currently two one. Uh, Los Angeles came back uh, and won yesterday. Um, most of these games, I mean, are, are, have been pretty close. We had a Facebook poll. 75% of the fans say that Phoenix is going to win this series. How do you feel? I feel that way as well. I'm one of those fans that voted on that. Um, but LA Clippers, man, they nobody seems to be able to put them out. And So the, the, the point good. I made with Atlanta winning their first game, each game won, and then winning the series, the Clippers have been on 0-2 in every series. <laughs> and then I've come back to win it. Yeah. So it's like we're seeing the same trend happen again. Um, yeah. I think Chris look, Paul coming look. back actually hurt Phoenix because Cameron look. Payne was playing extremely well, and yeah. it, they slowed down the game when Chris Paul came back uh, yesterday, and it hurt. It hurt Phoenix. Experience. I mean, Chris Paul is a, he's a great player. You know, I mean, he he's a he's a guy that you know has been knocked for, you know, being able to lead a team. I mean, we've knocked them here, especially, you know, going going through at the beginning of the playoffs, we were yeah. knocking him as he couldn't win. But he's looking good. <laughs> like, yeah, but they, they performed better without him the first two games. I, I, I understand back, that, but, you know, I, I, but he's, I think he's it's, a solid player. It, it I'm not – look, he, he's been great in the playoffs this year. But I think when he came back, if this was no COVID leave and game one he was there, I'm sure Phoenix would be okay. Coming back after they de developed a style that was working to beat the Clippers, yeah, he slowed it down for him. And then Cameron Payne, who was his backup, who was playing extremely well, ended up getting injured uh, in that game and ha didn't come back. So he's key. Ultimately, so I see Phoenix. I mean <laughs> – I'd like to see but Phoenix – Phoenix Atlanta, if you look at it, that'd be a very interesting series. Uh, Pat, Pat McAfee yeah. has come back. Not only was Pat McAfee on Wrestling Den, he has made his way to Sports <laughs> Unfolded now. Rick just can't let it go. No, the Wrestling Den yesterday. He's still bitter. He's still he's bitter. Still Pat McAfee. So then I could get heated about Pat McAfee doing NBA games. Thanks, Rick. That's what you want to see. I got gotcha. you. Let's talk about a couple of the coaching hires in the NBA. So Rick Carlisle is going back to the Indiana Pacers. And Jason Kidd was just announced as the Dallas Mavericks head coach. So 
how do you feel about both of those highs? Um, well, I definitely like the Pacers. Um, because I wouldn't have minded Rick Carlisle here. Yeah. Um, He's a very good coach. Yeah, I think that was a great, a great signing. To be honest with you, uh, that might, that might end up being just what the Pacers needed. <coughs> as far as Jason Kidd, I mean, He's I. A name. He's a name. Yeah. He yeah, played in but... Dallas. He's a name. Listen, if you look at Luka Doncic, <coughs> ruined that team this year. Because he couldn't get along with Donnie Nelson. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then Rick Carlisle decided that it was probably best to move on. Something happened with Luca, And the problem now is, if you look at it, their, their GM now is a Nike executive, a former Nike executive. What does he know about basketball? Don, Don Nelson's been around that game, this game for a long time. And yeah, but- they, they did really well. That team was not – the problem wasn't that the team he built. The problem is that – some of those players didn't show up. Uh, yeah, I get that, but you know, I mean, look, they didn't they didn't have enough. They didn't have enough. I mean, it was clear. And yes, if a player doesn't show up, it's still not okay. getting enough. They, they, it's not enough. You know, so, having the players the that don't show up, <laughs> ask the Bruins about this. Yeah. Getting the players Rick, that don't Pat, show up. He, he knows more than Pat McAfee, though. So that's the, the second Pat McAfee reference we've gotten on Sports Unfolded tonight. Aye. He's hey, all right. So let's look at uh, the NHL. I know how excited you are right oh, now. Oh, God, this is painful. So the Montreal Canadiens are going to the Stanley Cup Finals after winning 3-2 in overtime in Game 6, taking the series 4-2. Which team do you think they'd rather face? <clears throat> uh, game seven is tonight between the Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't think they care. They're on such a high now. Like, I don't even understand it. This team sucked. It, it, this, Montreal didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs, and here they are in the Stanley I, I, Cup. And I have to, if I the have Islanders, to do this, Ron. Are they ahead of the Bruins? The Bruins. If if the Islanders end up winning and go to the Stanley Cup, it is the worst Stanley Cup in the history. History, the worst. Two Four underdogs. Seasons. How great is that? Oh God! Two underdogs. That'd be exciting to me. I think. No. You, neither one of these teams had a shot, and no, yet somehow they, they both could advance to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, and it oh, it's just awful. It's awful. It's awful. That'd be like the Cleveland Browns making the the Super Bowl. I mean, it's never going to happen. No, but if that's it did, like, no, that's would be all like, excited about it. No, that's not like Cleveland Browns making the Super Bowl. That is not like that. Not not like, last year's Cleveland Browns. I'm talking like years ago. Let's Jacksonville Jaguars. This is if the Jacksonville Jaguars make it to the Super Bowl this year, would you not that's think what it would be like? Interested? No. What y'all crazy? They, they're yeah, not going to yeah. be interested. They're not going to be interested. I don't, Nobody I don't wants to see them. Jacksonville in the Super Bowl. No so one. So we, we did a Facebook poll. 62% of the fans said that Vegas was going to win the series, so obviously they were wrong. Yes. 62% of the fans say the Islanders are going to win game seven tonight at 8 p.m. So what that means think? they're going to be wrong, and it's going to be Tampa Bay. 
Tampa. Tampa Bay has has the top four point scorers right. in the playoffs. Four. Okay, the top four. So this is what I want to see. I want I to see understand. Tampa Bay go to the Stanley Cup, and I want to see a four-game sweep of the Montreal Canadiens to put them right back where they're supposed to be. Not good. Like so, I, I got to ask you this question. Man. I'm, putting you on, I'm putting you on the spot right now. If the Canadians win the Stanley Cup, I will cry. Literally, you cry. will cry. But you'll have to admit that they were the best team in this no. year's playoffs. You'll have no. to. No, I won't. I won't. I, what are you going to say? Think, I think there is something wrong with sports this year, and it, it it's there's something off because we're looking at teams that are winning and aren't supposed to be winning. And it's, this and is it's your, like that everywhere. This it's is your Bruins bias. It just, there's no crying in baseball. This is your Bruin bias. That's what this is. It's bitterness. They have the best goaltender in the playoffs right now. Look, what should have happened was... Tom Brady's going to sub. <laughs> for the Tampa Bruins I should have been in the Stanley Cup. It should have been a Bruins-Montreal Stanley Cup. Should have and did, Ron. Should have been good. I'm could, so hey, angry at the, some of those players. So the angry. New England Patriots Still should angry. have had an undefeated season, but it didn't happen. Like I barely watched that's, sports because I, I couldn't. I can't. I can't. You're bitter. Bring myself to you're the, bitter. Yes, I am. I am bitter. I'm very bitter. And it's gotta like let it go, man. Gotta, I, I feel. I feel for Brad Marchand. I feel for Patrice Bergeron. I feel. For Pasternak, I feel for t- – no. no. <laughs> I almost got you. No. Almost got no. you there. You thought no. about it. <laughs> like He'll be back. I'm still mad at him for, for the year before. <laughs> All right. This is my question. Would you prefer Pat McAfee in the Stanley Cup Finals? Yes. Pat McAfee. All right. Yes. We'll bring him in. We'll call him up. We've reached out to him. We'll see if he gets back to us. That's another thing. I don't even like the announcers on on the NHL. They suck. Oh, you want to go into a, a tirade like uh, Rick did yesterday? Oh, I, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm like, as this show is going on, I'm getting more and more agitated I, because I, think, I don't I, like anything that's happened. Nothing. This is how confused you are right like, now. I don't like you what's put, going on with you, the Celtics. I don't like what's going on with the Bruins. <laughs> you want to argue so bad, you put the wrestling den <laughs> on there. For please comment, like, and share the wrestling den. That's how. Oh. <laughs> Oh. That's how much. That's all oh, wrestling. Oh, you're all on it. You want to wrestle. You just want to wrestle. Yeah, I guess. All right. Major League Baseball has begun enforcing the pitches for foreign substances. What's your opinion so far? Of what oh, you've my seen? God. Here's another thing that's that's a debacle. Like, <laughs> pitches are practically stripping down in the field. Oh, it's it's how like, great is baseball it, it, right now? It it's is a joke. just a mess. It's a, it is. It's a. It's an absolute joke. And it's getting worse every every week. Every week. Getting worse. So, Clayton Kershaw made the best point to me that I, I, I feel should happen. If these managers end up having a pitcher check three times and it's it, they come back with no substance, those managers should be suspended. They're delaying games. They're making pitches right. take their belts off, their pants coming down. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's so just you saw out of with Scherzer. Scherzer came out and he's livid. Like, you know, I mean, first of all, I don't think a pitcher should be checked three times in a game. Bro, they they wiped his hair. Yeah. Like they were rubbing his head. What are you doing? The guy's obviously sweating. 
Yeah. And they're stopping you in between batters. Like, talk about throwing off a pitcher. Like, I know. What are you doing? That's who doing it for. That's the whole thing. They're doing it just for that reason. And it is all these right. leagues. Listen, all these leagues have to start to make changes. There should be certain ways you go about it and ways you do it. The NBA playoffs the other night, and I'm watching the Phoenix Suns play the Clippers, and they had more replays in two minutes than they actually had playtime because all they kept doing is reviewing every single play. Like, there should be some limits to everything okay. we're doing here. So this it is doesn't what, make sense. This is what baseball should do. First of all, yes, you can, you know, say, hey, can you check the picture? That's all fine. You can do it as many times as you want. But if you're wrong, a base runner gets put on. Or, I, I, I'm tired of You know, changing. do it. You know what? This isn't going to last. If you look at, you remember they made the rule last year, a couple of years ago about stepping out of the batter's box and the guy like Ortiz, when he used to step out of the box and you know what I mean? Play with his gloves for 15 minutes and then come back in the box. Oh my God. Who was the and, worst with that? Was it Nomar like, that used to do all his gloves? And, right, and it's, but then they tried to stop that. And then all of a sudden it was like, they were enforcing it. They enforced it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Maybe a and, month, then, and then it was, and then gone. it was done. Yeah. So I'm sure this is going to go away too, but it's just the way they went about it in the middle of a season, the way they're going to get with it, with the pitches and just, it's unlimited. You can basically say every third batter, Hey, let me check you again. They've got to stop. They change, they're changing caps. They're checking caps. They're checking pants. I, I mean, that's not baseball. I don't know what they're doing. No, no. Like there should be a consequence. If you chat, if you make somebody get checked, there should be a consequence, whether it's a base runner, the the runner, the batter that's up automatically goes onto Ron, the first base Ron. as a walk. If, if that play is caught, it's a 10-game suspension. Right. If that coach is wrong, why is he not suspended? I don't know. I, I don't After know. After the I don't third, know fourth what... time, how many times do you want to check a guy before you say, obviously, he's just playing a game? Right. He's not He's not really tr cares if the guy's cheating or not. Now he just wants to throw the guy off. Right, that's all it is. That's all it is. Suspend the man. I bet you that it'd stop it. Yeah. You know, you got to be absolutely certain. That's the way I look at it. If you're not certain, there's got to be a consequence. Absolutely. Whether the game, I don't care. I'll throw them out of that game. Yeah, done. And, and you got to put in a rule that you can't have communication with your bench because that's what they do. They go off into the, into the dugout, into the locker room, and they just – Manage from there, but there has to be, you know, you have to have no communication. So who was who was the manager for the Mets? He also uh, managed for the Red Sox. Um, Bobby Valentine. Bobby? Bobby Valentine. Bobby Valentine. You remember that time he came out with the mustache? Yes. In the dugout after and the sunglasses and. <laughs> he was I mean, a that's what we'll get to. Right. Oh, case. I loved it. Oh, that was great. It was Once again, funny, if you're joining us. Uh, we're on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. <laughs> Follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Instagram, Sports underscore Unfolded, which I am live right now if you want to check that out. Podcast, we're on Anchor, Spotify, and Google. So we're really excited. A lot of ways to contact us, a lot of ways to, to get in touch with Sports Unfolded. So, you know, 
fans out there, reach out. Ron, on to our new segment, the Triple Play. I know you I like love it. Too. Yeah, it's a good segment. So uh, we're going to go all- and we're going to – who are we going to start? Who are we going to bench and who are we going to cut? So from the 2018 NBA draft, of these three players, which one would you start, bench, or cut? DeAndre Ayton, who was the number one pick overall, Luka Doncic, and Trey Young. You're first this week. Well, I'm going to go Luka, of course, as you probably no knew I was going to say. He's going to start for me. Um, on the bench, the look, I, on the bench, I have Young. Uh, he's just – he's an amazing player too. Uh, those yep. two those two are just right now faces of the franchises and probably going to be talking, you know, MVPs, multiple MVPs for these guys. And Aiton, unfortunately, I have to I have to cut. But this kid, man, this kid's good. And and he's he's just blossoming now. So so a couple years from now, this list could be flip flopped. Yeah, I, I I could agree with. Uh, I I love Aiton. I think he, he's a young and up and coming big man, which you don't yeah. have a lot of those in the NBA. No. I mean, Embiid the first one that comes to mind. Um, but I think it'll be better than Embiid by the time it's all said and done. Um, I think so too. But I did have him in reverse. I had Young as my starter, and then I had Luke as my bench. And I just from what I'm seeing from Young in these playoffs, and you made that point that Dantich couldn't get his team over the hurdle. And I'm it's, not saying is. Young Young has. I mean, they have a little bit better talent, not a lot, but they're they're he's making everybody around him better. If he's having a bad shooting night, he's got the assist. If he's yeah. if he's shooting the lights out, he's still getting the other guys involved in, in making sure that they're making plays. So I just think that kid's going to be the next choice is wrong. Yeah, absolutely. In that Steph comparison, man, I'm telling you, he's he's. Yeah. I think he's going to be better than Steph when it's all said and done. I mean, his passing's so much better. So yeah, yeah, we're looking at the future of the NBA and these three players. Absolutely, really. agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, NCAA, this is a, this is going to be an interesting story. The Supreme court ruled that the NCAA had violated antitrust rules and should pay student athletes for education related benefits. How do you think this is going to impact college sports? Well, to be honest, I don't like the players getting paid, but they should be compensated somehow and if they are making money, they'll stay in college longer. So we won't have these one and done, two and done. They might, you might actually see players staying in college for four years playing, and it might actually be good for college basketball. And it'll eventually be good for the NBA because if they're staying in college for the four years, they're getting more playing time, more learning and and that's just going to make them a better NBA player. So, so I think it's good. I know general. this isn't a face. I know this isn't a face off, but I got to argue with you on this one because what's going to happen? Really? Is, I know. <laughs> what Surprise. happens when? What happens when one player is making more money than another player on the Well, that's what that's that's going to be the problem. Here we go. Right. So it's a similar to what the NBA goes through now. Yep. And these guys are going to want their money and want, you know, I, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm 
the leading point scorer on the team? Why is, you know, player B getting more money than I am? It's not fair. So these coaches, so this is why I think you saw Roy Williams retire, why Shashevsky's retiring, because they don't want to deal with this, because now it's a pro atmosphere again. It's right. not about training the athletes, right. having them grow, learning education, and then making them better players. It's about, can I pay you more than school B? So if Duke can pay you more <laughs> than Boston College, I'm going to Duke. Right. And, and it's not this is where this is where when you do these things, there's pluses, there's pluses and minuses, and you gotta make it so that way there can be no discrepancy. So every player needs to be paid the same amount. Period. Period. No matter what school you go to, that's just how it should be. Whether you start or you're a sub, it doesn't matter. That's what they have to do. They can't they can't make it an open market because that will just get out of control and then it'll be a worse situation than what we have now. Then you're going to have people sliding money under the table to them and it's like, "Oh, well it's okay, you know, because they can get paid." You know, but that this is not what So so my question doing. to you would be is this then do you you have faith in the NCAA to do this right? Absolutely not. <laughs> So <laughs> absolutely know. somebody's got to be on top of it. Somebody. I'm going to say this now. We're on episode 19. I'd say by episode 30, we're going to be talking about some train wreck of an NCAA contract that happened in college. Absolutely. I, I think so too. They're going to screw it up. Yeah. Yeah, they are. You know, it could be, it could be a great thing if they do it right, but they got to do it right. And somebody has to be ultimately in charge. So we can't have like these board of directors or anything like that, you know, because look, you know where that's going to end up. There's going to be somebody that's going to make an inside deal, blah, blah, blah. And then it all blows up. And then we have bigger problems. Uh, Personally, I think you got to go to a commissioner kind of thing. And, you know, we have we have commissioners in all the pro sports. Some of them we like, some of them we don't. <laughs> but when they are accountable, you know who to go to. Like, you know, if there's something that goes wrong, we know where to go. But with a board you don't really know where to go because there's all kinds of insider deals and stuff. And that's not going to be working. Yeah. I, I'm a little nervous about this. I, I just don't see this. Oh, absolutely. It will, it will, and it will be a train and you, wreck. Yeah. And you already know the big, the big schools are going to benefit more than any, any other school. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So it does. It does, I don't think this is going to solve any problems. And, and no. the one and done to your point, it, they're not going to pay them what the NBA is still going to pay these kids. No, but at least it'll keep so, some people there, you know. I and, think if you have those tweener guys, maybe some of those tweener guys that they're not sure where they're going to go in the draft, right? That, that might keep them in school. So we'll see. Uh, NFL Steelers cut Pro Bowl guard David DeCastro. The Steelers are now returning one starter from their offensive line from last season. Uh, what do you think the Steelers' chances of having a winning season this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this! I, I, like, how do you do this, Ed? I, the like, guy's thirty-nine. He took less money to come back to get beat up. How smart is like, he? Okay, and the injuries he's had in what the past what five years, and this is what you do. I, how's this? this is, how's this? This is how the team feel? that 
that should have been getting a, an offensive line, you know, upgrade every spot so that way their first round draft pick was a running back was a running back their first round draft pick a running back pittsburgh he he better know how to block he better make sure he blocks pittsburgh's not making the playoffs and they're going to come in dead last in that division how would you feel right now you we look at the aaron Rodgers situation in green bay if i'm ben roethlisberger right now i got my hands up going excuse me fellas i took a massive pay cut to come back to Pittsburgh because I st- felt like right. this is the best opportunity to win, and yep. you get rid of my entire offensive line. <laughs> right. If I was Ben, I'd demand a trade right now. I'd demand <laughs> a trade. I'd want out. I'd want out. There's no way. There's no way. If I'm Ben Roethlisberger, <coughs> I don't step foot on that field with that offensive line. I don't step foot on it. So think about this, too. They went 12-4 and four last season. Right. A good year. But they started off 11-0. <laughs> And then the team fell apart and then lost in the playoffs. They haven't improved. They've gotten worse. They've gotten worse because now they don't have a line. Ben Roethlisberger is going to get hurt in game one. It makes no sense to me. So we'll have to see. over, Pittsburgh. Right? We're calling it now. Sports unfolded. Last place. They may get two wins. Wow. That one surprised. Two? Two. That because one's I'm sur- predicting, I'm predicting Ben gets hurt in game one or game two. He gets hurt. And then okay. it's all over. It's all over. All right. That. All right, sir. What time is it? Um, Pick and roll. Pick and roll, baby. This is the segment that basically have, has created you as the guy. Because you're always wrong, and yet you come every week with something. How am I always wrong? <laughs> I'm always right. The only thing I'm always I, I, wrong, I, it seems like the predictions. <laughs> I want to make sure. I want to make sure. But that's why I don't gamble. <laughs> I'm, keep, I'm keeping you on your toes here. So this week's pick and roll, we're gonna rank five basketball movies since we're in the the heat of the NBA playoffs, and the five movies are Coach Carter, Hoosiers, White Men Can't Jump. He got game in Space Jam. I went first last week, Ron. You're up first this week, my friend. No problem. I've seen all Yo. these movies. So have I. Um, number five, I've got He Got Game. You know, it was okay. I didn't really care for it too much. Um, you know, just blah. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't have uh, the movie with uh, the blue chips there. Blue chips that got him out of a shack. Yeah, Penny Hardaway. Yeah, yeah I would have. I would have. Ben Affleck movie. Yeah. I saw the I Ben still... Affleck one, and I love that movie too. That was a good movie. Yeah. So number four has Space Jam. You know, I mean, it's kind of that's kind of cheesy. You know, it is what it is. It's a kids' movie, but it's it's cheesy. Yeah. Okay. It's good though. It's good for those kids. All right. Uh, then we get to the 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 real movies. Uh, white man can't jump. I have number three. Um, look, look, the acting wasn't spectacular, <laughs> but I really liked the movie. It was really good. So, like Woody, I mean, Woody Harrelson was great. Yeah, I like him better now than what I did then. But you know, but that was an entertaining movie. It was a very entertaining movie. Number two, Coach Carter. Coach, Coach Carter. Carter. Fantastic movie. 
this is a movie that everybody should see. Definitely, definitely, you okay. gotta go see okay. this. Acting was superb. The whole the whole cast was great, um, but it still doesn't compare to number one, the Hoosiers. Number one. The Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Okay. Hoosiers was oh god, what a great movie. This is <laughs> this is one of the best sports movies. Period. There's top three, easy, easy. Okay. Definitely. All right. Not bad. Not bad. We're almost the same. Almost. But. Um, Rick Rick said we should have thrown house guests in because there was a first, <laughs> first beginning scene had a basketball scene in it. He's out of control. He's out of control. I think I think he still he's got Pat McAfee really on his brain. Yeah. So at number five, I had he got game. I agree with you. A great cast with well, a great actor in Denzel Washington, Ray Allen. Yeah. You know, so they brought that basketball. Uh, me twenty two million didn't do very well, but uh, Jesus Shuttleworth, man, the name that was kind of cool. That's the only part of that movie that I actually was like, yeah, that's you remember Jesus Shuttleworth? Yeah. Um, at number four, I had Hoosiers. Ooh, wow. So Gene, Hackman, Gene Hackman, Ernest Gene Hackman basketball. was Gene Hackman was spectacular. I didn't I didn't <laughs> find him believable as the coach. It was a drunk, it was great. <laughs> no, that was that was uh Dennis Hopper was the drunk. Oh, Dennis Hopper was the drunk, yeah. He was great shooter. too. That was shooter. Yes, he was. Yes. He was okay, but I felt like they kept going off a storyline, and it wasn't about basketball so much as it was the love interest, the the alcoholic father, and I felt like the basketball was just not what it should have been. That's my opinion. Gene I felt Hackman like it could have been better. No, that was fantastic. number three. I had white men can't jump. Nineteen ninety two made ninety million. Rosie Rosie hey, well, Perez, Wesley Snipes, Perez, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I, I love that dynamic. I thought it had some really funny moments. To oh, your point, though, it, it, it's 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 not a serious basketball movie. It's more it was no. a comedy, which is fun. But we did it's, that with Major League too. It's the ba- so, it's that it's the basketball version of Major League. Yeah. So I I mean it was good. Ernest P. Wall beat the entire team of the home. I can't with him right now. Um, number two, I had Coach Carter, and I thought again, really good story. I like the basketball aspect of it, how they really incorporated what he was doing, but then made it about education as well. Cause you could see the whole community really only cared about one thing and that was basketball. And he was trying to make them men. And at the end he said it, you were men. And I like the fact it wasn't Hollywood at the end. They didn't win the whole thing. They no. lost right at the buzzer. Hopefully I didn't spoil anything Which- for anybody. Which is one of the reasons why I loved it so much because it, it exactly it, it's it true. didn't have it's like the first Rocky movie didn't end yeah. with him winning it. Yep. So and it's a true story. So it was really fun to see. I had though at number one Space Jam. I know you did. And and I'll tell you, I mean, you think about the marketability of what Michael Jordan was able to bring. The movie made two hundred and fifty million dollars. You brought the live action with 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 the, the the tunes, the Looney Tunes, and right in that creation. But they're making a part two now. Why? Because they're trying to make LeBron James that next, you know, superstar basketball crossover. It's not going to happen. This this second one makes me just so angry. It's so do, angry, do you, and I knew it was going to come up. And this is this is. Look, I am sick 
to my stomach. I'm, I've had enough with LeBron James. I've had enough. I just want him to leave basketball and, and just go quietly into the night and disappear. So, you know, I'm so sick of him. I'm, I can't stomach him. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. There's already been, as, as from what I'm reading, 25 flops by LeBron in this movie. At least 25. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. Like, he's one of the biggest players out on the court half the time, and he's always getting knocked down by this little, this little, you know, six-foot-two point guard knocks him down. Like, really? Are you that much of a little weasel that you have to flop for that? This is this is what you get out of LeBron James. Everything about him. Uh, he, uh, yes, I get he does this stuff is, for charity, but, you know, just enough. Le, Le, enough. I Le, just want LeBron him James. LeBron James is your equivalent to Rick's Pat McAfee. I, I, I feel this is where we're at. Uh, I can't. I can't. Every time I hear his name, it just makes me so angry. What if that movie does? If that movie does two hundred fifty million, can I have you then say the Canadians were the best team? No. In the NHL? No. <laughs> because it's going to. Gil knows it's going to. It's going no to probably way. make five hundred million. It's on HBO Max. <laughs> You're not even going to have to pay for it. He's not going to make oh, any money. On it. Good. So good. <laughs> Once again, if you're joining us, we are live. We're on Rhode Island Broadcast, and we're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We're on social media on Facebook and Twitter, at Sports Unfolded, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Instagram, Sports underscore Unfolded, which I am live currently. Have a couple views. Thank you for those fans. And podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and Google. So if you don't have time to watch us, you can listen to us as well. It's not as, as entertaining, though. Just the facial expressions alone. What are you saying? <laughs> you look funny. <laughs> but in a good way, you know, funny, yeah, funny in a good yeah, way. Yeah, like yeah. a clown, you know, am I yeah. like funny like a clown? Joe yeah. Pesci. All right. It's face off time. And this topic came up the other day because I was at work and one of my co-workers actually had a hat and it was a Dallas Cowboy hat and it said America's team on it. And I had to, I, I said, you got it. You can't be serious right now. Like they're not America's team anymore, but I said, that'd be a great face off. So one of us has to argue, are the Dallas Cowboys still America's team? And last week, Dan already said I'm for it. So I have to argue for it, which means you're, you're going first, but we've changed the format. It's just a two minute quick fire. So I'll let you start rambling, but I'll jump in once I feel. Oh, no, no. You, you go ahead. You, you start. No, whenever you're ready. You tell me when you're ready. I'm against? You are against them being America's team now. Against, huh? Yeah. Mm. Pat McAfee did not play for the Dallas Cowboys before Ricky puts that out there. All right. Let, let, let's, let's go. Let's do this. You ready? You ready? Yeah. All right, you're up, my friend. All right, look, Dallas Cowboys aren't even in the playoff picture anymore. Like, okay. nobody has any hopes of them making it. You know, yeah, okay, they had Dak Prescott. You know, they had some, some talented offensive players. But deep down inside, everybody knows that they're just going to squander so everything we're talk because we're of talking no defense. You can't forget so, tradition. And you think yeah. about some of the great players that have played for the Dallas Cowboys. Right. So Starbuck, right. Aikman, Smith, Irving, right? 
And Barry when did Jones wait, when did all of them retire? In the nineties. Okay, that's how long it's been since they've been America's no, team. Absolutely, I great think- point. But let me say this: <laughs> that star is still means something. Their stadium, it it, people still mean? still know who the star. They know who the Dallas Cowboys are just Look, based on the star. There are more fans that love Packers more. No. 49ers more. Nope. You know, you look at the Giants. I think the Giants are more why of America's it, why team. They're in every conversation every year. They're in every why conversation every year. Even if they don't make the playoffs, we're talking about them not making the playoffs because they're still considered America's team. The team that should be in the playoffs should have won a Super Bowl not by now since 96. Like yeah, that's why but they have so to win playoff team. games. Period. They they're not winning anything. People are forgetting all about Dallas. They and are moving on to it. all the younger great players. And so yeah. they're they're into Kansas City right now. 20, Kansas City, I think, might be more of the America's team than anything. Twenty twenty one, and we're still talking about them. Twenty twenty one, and we're still I'm talking, only about, talking them about them because you're making me. <laughs> oh, is that we talk about the Cowboys all the time? You talk about Dak Prescott all the time. I you started off with this. You talk about this year's Dallas Cowboys because they're, they're still relevant. They're not relevant. That's two minutes. Okay, they couldn't even make a playoff appearance with a team that went six and ten that made it. Like, come on, they couldn't make that. This death did no America's team. They garbage. And Jerry I, Jones I, 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 has driven them right into the dumpster. And and yet he's still the the most wealthiest owner in the NFL. They're the highest grossing team in the NFL. They're still America's team. They're not America's team. And clearly I won that. As you no, you didn't win anything because they nobody cares. Nobody cares about them. I'm telling you, they moved on. They that they, logo means something. Yeah, that logo means it's that they're not gonna make the playoffs again. <laughs> you could you could put a random non-sports fans in a room. And you start flashing up logos, and if you put that star, they're gonna know that's the Dallas Cowboys. Really? We should try that. Yes, we should. Next time, we'll, we'll throw some logos up and see if people can guess what teams they are. Well, it's a sports show, so of course they should know. I would hope so. I would hope so. Uh, we're on to our predictions. So you won last week, three zero. This is what happens when I pick. I pick against you just because. So yeah, this week, well, you know. I'm picking. I'm picking from my knowledge and not based off of just trying to beat you. So, on six twenty-five, which is tonight, game seven, the Islanders Tampa at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. <laughs> even though, sure even though, when I said whoever wins the Bruins Islanders. Series they go to the Stanley Cup, so That's I have to go said. Islanders. I have to go Islanders. Then. That's what I said. I'm going Islanders. You're going Islanders. I'm going Tampa Bay. Far better team. Yeah, I know. Should win. Should win. Because it's only meant to be the worst Stanley Cup ever. <laughs> game Game Four on six twenty six. The Suns at the Clippers. Game Four. Currently two one. The series. Phoenix. I'm going clips. I think they're going to go tie this thing up again. Sure they are. That's what they do. Yeah, they that's go down what they o- do. They go down 0-2, and then they decide they're going to play the play in the series. 
When was the last time they went to the NBA championship? Uh, never. I believe okay. They never there, there we go. <laughs> I'll take Phoenix. Suns have been once. The Hawks have never been. The yep. Bucks have been once. I mean, all these teams are basically like never been okay, in this so, thing. So let's go to that Atlanta Bucks series. So that's on six twenty-seven. Bucks at Hawks, game three. Yep, Bucks game t- tomorrow. So we won't go in Bucks. Yeah. Bucks are going to win the next two. First game in Atlanta, Western Conference Finals. Trey Young. I'm going Hawks. I think are. Bucks. Bucks get game two. Bucks will take game two. It'll be tied one one going into that. So you're banking on you're banking on two teams that have never been to the NBA championships that they're gonna be winning. Okay. I didn't say they won the series. I just said they'll win that game. We're talking a game. Yeah. We're not talking about we're not talking about practice. We're talking about a game. I know a game. Okay. Okay. Sunday night baseballs on six twenty seven. You got the Cubs at the Dodgers. Dodgers. I'm going Dodgers as well. I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, you don't want to go down 4 at this point. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> and we're, we're going to talk about this game, this series coming up. So we're actually going to do a prediction on the best of on this one. So Yankees at Red Sox. The series starts uh, tonight and runs Saturday and Sunday. So best of three. How many games? What's the, What's it going to be? Sox are going to take the series two games to one. I got Yankees 2-1. So we are not in agreement on almost everything. So that should make you happy because that usually means you win. Yeah, if I go 4-0, and oh, things well, What do you up. think needs – what happens in this series that's important for, for either side? Um. Well, first of all, the Yankees can't get swept. If they get Agreed. swept, they're in – deep mud because what are they like six games back right now? Yeah. Uh, it's, they can't get swept because if you go down nine games, that's, that's, that's hard to gain. That's hard to get back. And I know it's, it's only, you know, the beginning of July coming up, but nine games is a lot to get back. Well, we already know that best pitcher can't use any more sticky substances. So that's, doesn't bode well for the Yankees. So if they go right. nine back and you don't have an ace now, uh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, they're in they're in trouble. They're in trouble. What about right the now. Red Sox? Red Sox, if they lose this series. If they lose this series, if they get swept, they could go what, like three and a half, half games back. I, I don't really think it's as big a deal to the Red Sox, except the fact that it's to the Yankees. How does so, Tampa Bay still continue to be a, a, I, a front runner every year? I don't know. I don't know. Every I look year at they the use- team, and it it's not <laughs> impressive. I mean, I, you look at the players. Yeah, they have some nice players, but like, do you fear the lineup? No. Do you fear the pitching staff? No. But why do they all perform? It's 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 very it. it's it's crazy. So it's it's I, almost like what we were talking about with the Coach Carter thing. Where he got them all the play. It's like you're not one player on a team. You don't score all the points. It's a it's a team. And right. Tampa Bay seems to to implement that every single year. I mean, they're just it, a team that plays hard, plays for each other. I mean, you gotta give credit 
to the GM for one. Like, yeah, absolutely, right. And the scouting staff, like, and it's a small doing a lot of the work. Yeah, it's a small yeah. market, so it's not money. It's not the right. Yankees or the Red Sox who are throwing cash at players. Right, right. So it's a this, lot of credit this, to them. This came up the other day as well. Washington, the Nationals could be sellers. Scherzer could be available. Should Boston, New York, one of these teams look at them? Yeah. yeah. It depends on what you got to give up, or do you do you just all money in the bank? Well, I mean, you would think that they have the money to do it, but I mean, you're going to have to give up a lot. It's not going to be like, yeah. oh, here's, um, here's a here's a minor league prospect. It's going to be probably five minor league prospects, and they got to be top prospects. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if if the Red Sox or the Yankees can even spare it enough. Yeah, I don't think they could, and I don't think the Dodgers can either. So, so he could end up in like Chicago, like Chicago White Sox. The Chicago White Sox. I think would be be able to pull that off because they have a lot of prospects, a lot of young talent, you know, yeah. and and I think they could pull it off. I think they could, and it's going to be like pretty Atlanta could, but I don't think that would happen in their own division. What about the Mets? The Mets would have the ability to do it as if, well, but if, again, if they I don't could have him and Degrom. Him and Degrom. <laughs> him and Degrom would be unbelievable. I I just oh. I'd give the I'd be ready to hand them the the World Series. To be honest right? with you, unreal. Um, so next week, if you enjoyed the show, uh, next week we're gonna have a couple things. Obviously, we'll be covering the Stanley Cup Finals with the Canadians who are currently in it and who they're playing. I just love to see your face when I say it. <laughs> We're going to break down the Team USA basketball so that they've actually been announced what the lineups are, and we'll go through and see uh, if we felt any snubs or maybe somebody that shouldn't be on the team. Next week, obviously, we'll be talking about NBA playoffs, so we're not sure where we'll be on that, but uh, we'll talk about that. And it'll be episode 20, Ron. So as we did before, we're going to do the greatest – Top players 20s. to wear number 20. Ooh, I like that one. That's going to be a fun one again. That, that, that was a tough one the last time we did it. Bob Sweeney. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention. Yeah, good call. Good call. Uh, hey, you uh, know, once, he does a lot for charity, so uh, I, I'm not going to really make fun of him. So, uh, If you're joining us, um, check out our new show. It's the Wrestling Den. It's on every Thursday at p.m. With Rick Kennedy and Nick. Uh, if you didn't tune in or didn't get to see last night's show, you definitely don't want him to make sure you check it out. Rick went actually on a complete rampage about Pat McAfee. It was great. Um, but a lot of good wrestling knowledge. They talk a lot of wrestling. So check that out. Uh, we're excited to have them as part of the family. Um, once we, as we do always, uh, we do a final thought before we sign off. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be about sports, it could be anything that's going on in the world today. Um, Ron, I went first last week, so you're up first, my friend. Your final okay, thought. Okay, so so my final thought this week um, is going to go out to some teams that haven't won. So you look at Phoenix, you look at Atlanta, you know, um, <laughs> Clippers, 
you know, those those three teams, especially um, the Clippers, have been so bad for so long. This is their opportunities. Okay, they're in the Final Four right now, and I know there's times that we get on some of these teams and stuff, but somebody in the West is going to go to the championship and have a chance at their first championship. And there is, there is nothing greater than to see people that haven't won before win. And, you know, like Phoenix could, could have a championship. Like how great is that for that city to win a championship or Atlanta, you know, yes, they've won, you know, with the Braves, a long, long time ago, but now they have a chance to make up for what the Atlanta Falcons couldn't do. You know, so these are these are the things that is why sports is great. Is why sports is great when when people finally get the taste of that victory, especially for cities that don't normally get it. You know, great point, great point. So my final thoughts actually pretty similar, but it's the um, passing of the guard in the NBA. So if you look at the young talent that we're that is on display now and that we're getting to watch, Trey Young, Devin Booker, Dantich, Giannis, we're seeing that. I know, I know you don't like his name, but LeBron and, and those guys where they're on the, the tail end of their their careers. But the NBA looks like it's in a, such a good direction in such a fun state where it's going. And it's nice to see because you, you don't get that too often where you get a, a good transition. You know, you had the bird magic went right into Michael, right? And we got as, as much as you don't like about then we got the LeBron and we got that, that uh, Kobe and then the LeBrons, right? So we've had a good trend, but these are some young talents. You're going to have guys that are going to be in this league for the next 15 years that are going to be doing things that we're going to be like, I remember watching this guy as a rookie. And the first time they made it to the finals or the first time they won that championship and thinking, wow, how long it's been because they're going to be that good. So it's fun to see. It's fun to see that in sports, you can see this transition happen and still be able to say, I'm going to enjoy the product for the next 15 years. So the NBA got very lucky with these players that they brought in or that got brought in and, and the, the, the competitive nature that they have. It's going to be fun to watch for, for a long, long time. So I'm excited about that. So once again, if you're joining us, we're on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night, 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Social media on Facebook and Twitter, at Sports Unfolded, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Instagram, Sports underscore Unfolded. We were live tonight. Appreciate the fans out there. And then podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and Google. Every night, Ron, it's always fun. Enjoy my Friday nights with you. Appreciate it, my friend. To all the fans out there that have watched live or are going to watch in the future, we appreciate you as well. Thank you, and have a great night. Have a great night, everybody.